Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. Well, welcome indeed to our number trio, James Golden, a.k.a. Snerdly, here with you. You want to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC. We have a packed hour. In just mere moments, we're going to be speaking with an author. She has a Christmas novel. Laurel Gillen will be speaking with her also later in this hour. Stay tuned. You may not know his name, but many of you have seen the movie. If you have enjoyed the movie The Chosen, the series, we'll be speaking with Angel Studios' Jordan Harmon, one of the forces behind that that movie series. And that movie series, by the way, um, the latest episodes are on the big screen, and it is competing. It is competing with the big boys, number three overall. And it is a delightful presentation, so great for this season. So you'll want to stick around for that Angel Studios, and we'll find out more about the work that they're doing and what the movie The Chosen was about and how it's being received. Meanwhile, let us go to Laurel Gillen, who's with us right now. Laurel, good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Good morning, James, and uh, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. This first time, yes, indeed. We are officially now in the Christmas season. Yes, we are. <laughs> you have a Christmas novel. Now, one of the things that I have to say, I have, I'm holding it in my hand, A Bellwether Christmas. I want to find mm-hmm. out about it, and I think this is a perfect book, especially if you have um, uh, uh, young readers in the house. A perfect yes. novel, but for all ages. And I want to learn a little bit about that. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're a journalist. Your career was in journalism, newspaper, yes, TV, it was. radio. I started out in radio. I started out in radio. <laughs> I was yes. a news reporter and uh, an editor. You know, I've, I've done uh, newspaper editing, magazine editing, and uh, television reporting. And now, uh, but in the last, you know, years since I've been married, I've been mainly helping my husband with, we have a production company and we did a movie and um, it's been quite a ride. It's been quite a ride, but I've always wanted to write a book and this is my first book. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, very suddenly I got, God gave me this download of a plot and it, and after that, it all just uh, flowed. So so the Here book takes place in medieval Italy. Why middle who who picks this? You do. Why? <laughs> tell us tell us about the book. Tell us tell us about a bellwether Christmas. What is this book okay. about? Well, I'll tell you a, a little synopsis of what the book is about. And yes, it takes place in medieval Italy and there is a, a a lamb named Bart and he's an orphan and he's very headstrong and impetuous and he's always getting in trouble and he feels like he doesn't fit in. 
And then he hears uh, from uh, a, a lark and then a, a hare, and he hears about this mysterious man from Assisi who talks to animals and tells them about things like love and belonging. And this little lamb, Bart, is, becomes determined to meet this man. Um, and meanwhile, it's getting closer and closer to Christmas. Christmas is almost here, and this Christmas is going to be very special because it's going to be a brand new type of celebration. And uh, it's one that we still do today, but this is where it started. And uh, I had – go ahead. No, 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 keep going. You had what? Oh, I had several experiences that that led to this book. Uh, And the first was that I took my little grandmother – she was 80 years old at the time. I took her to Italy uh, many years ago. Uh, and it was something that she had just always wanted. She'd never left the country. She always wanted to go. So we went. And I fell in love with the countryside there and with the stories, in particular with the stories about uh, St. Francis and the early Franciscans. And um, when I came back, I started researching them and researching that time period. I always loved medieval time period anyway. Um, and this was like the 13th century. And I always thought, you know, this would be a great setting for a book. But the book never came to me, so I kind of, you know, put that research aside and just went on with my life. Um, the second thing is, though, we had an adopted son, uh, and we adopted him when he was four, and we realized very early that he had an incredible affinity with animals. They loved him, he loved them, and he started adopting uh, farm animals. We, he started with an older horse and then two little sheep, little, two little lambs, and then he adopted a wild uh, donkey and her foal. So we ended up with all these, you know, barnyard animals. And I, because I was helping him take care of them, I got to know their personalities and their behaviors. And these ended up be, you know, influencing the characters in my book because I could use their actual personalities. And then the third thing was that... Um, because I'd researched, uh, you know, the, the Franciscans, I knew something that most people didn't know, which is that um, something we celebrate every, you know, we, the way we celebrate Christmas every year, putting out creches and manger scenes and nativities, that uh, something that uh, wasn't around 800 years ago. But uh, 800 years ago, Francis came up with the idea of doing this, reenacting the night of Jesus's birth using live animals and a, a manger scene and, and uh, you know, uh, people coming late at night on Christmas Eve with candles. All that was started by uh, St. Francis. So then, you know, I, I never put, connected the dots of these, of these things, but God did it for me because at one time after, a few years ago at, around the Christmas season, he all of a sudden just downloaded the whole idea for this book. And then I took a look at it and I said, well, this is kind of a book for older children. But uh, when I wrote it, I wrote it at the fourth to sixth grade level. So, you know, kids in that age group could read it. But it was really meant for adults as well. And a lot of adults have told me they really love it. And uh, it's also something you can read to younger children and they'll they'll enjoy it, I think. You know, it's an amazing art and science. I have a uh, four-year-old great-nephew and I'm telling you, this kid is amazing. I see him with his <laughs> iPad. I mean, he, it, it's almost like he's a miniature adult. He's sitting. He's sitting. He he eats his meals. Some of them with his iPad in front of him while he's you know doing uh, his. And I'm amazed that writers, 
that there are people who can write for four-year-olds. And there's sometimes he will just burst into laughter and, and <laughs> over something that he's seeing. And already, by the way, he's doing addition, he's doing subtraction, he's following and, along, he talks right. to me. Michael would love this, your husband. He talks to me about about propulsion and engines, and I'm like, what the heck is going So when you say you wrote this for a grade level, that yes. always amazes me, that there are people who can actually get in the heads of younger or remember what it's like and write to people of a certain age. Is that as difficult as it sounds? Not, not really. Well, I, I, you know, it took some effort. Um, I had to, I had to be careful about, you know, my sentence structure. It had to be more simple sentence structure. I couldn't do complicated sentences. I couldn't use vocabulary that was too uh, difficult. So I had this, this huge, you know, list of vocabulary, and I would check words and make sure that they weren't, uh, you know, too difficult for someone in, say, fifth or sixth grade. And, uh, but mostly, I think I just. I just channeled what I used to read when I was 10 years old. I just devoured books and I loved, you know, A Wrinkle in Time. And I loved everything that uh, Marguerite Henry wrote about horses. And, you know, I just thought of all these books and these kind of classic books. And that was what I was kind of channeling when I was writing. Wow. I used to devour books, too, but I didn't read. I read, I read, believe it or not, I used to read like Tom Swift, the Bobsy Twins, um, I mean, I did when I was a kid. I read all of those books. I read That's great. And um, um, there was the uh, I'm trying to remember the other one. I remember the title of the book. No, Nancy Drew. I used to love Nancy right, Drew right. novels, Larkspur right. Lane, and all that. I used to read all of those books. I used to devour those books and The Little Prince. And there were some Christmas stories, but you know, there weren't a lot of Christmas specific books for kids back then. Um, and no, there so, still aren't that many at, at this at this level. You know, this is kind of a, this is a chapter book. This is a novel. At this level, there aren't very many at all because that was one of the first things I did. I went and looked, and I was like, no, there aren't a lot. But and and I don't know a lot of Christmas books that they say are Christmas books. It really just means it's set at Christmas time, and everybody's you know making cookies and hanging up stockings. And, but that's as far as it goes in terms of being about Christmas. And but my book is really about the Christmas message and the Christmas meaning. And uh, so I consider it a true Christmas book. And it's called a bellwether Christmas. And where can people find it, especially in yes. time for the holidays? Where can people find this book? They can find it um, wherever books are sold. And also at the publisher's website, faithfultext.com, where they'll get 15% off uh, a bellwether Christmas can be found. Yeah. At faithfultext.com. 15% off. Oh, and I should add, it's, I, I've already won two awards for this book, uh, a Reader's Choice and American Book Fest Awards. So I'm really happy about that. And I'm really happy to be on your show, James. It's really been wonderful. It is my pleasure. Look, you mentioned in passing the movie, and you, are, you had an award-winning movie, Little Red Wagon. Yes, and we hope to, that this book will become a movie. Uh, we already have somebody uh, working on the script. So um, perhaps in a couple of years you'll see this in your in the movie theaters. Now you also do a blog. You are so talented. I, I, it amazes me people can just produce and produce and produce as much stuff. You have a blog that you do, which I happen to love. It's called God and Gardening. Talk to us. Yeah. What's that yes. about? Well, I've, I'm a lifelong gardener. 
And um, I do some of my best reflections when I'm, you know, standing in my garden or weeding or, or digging in the dirt. I, I just love that. And so I started thinking, well, I'm going to start writing this blog, uh, just very short uh, essays, uh, kind of connecting something about gardening and something about God, because it turns out there are so many uh, things in the Bible that reference um, uh Things like, you know, trees and crops and um, animals and uh, being part of the vine. And, and there's so many references there. And I think that being a gardener kind of gives you a little bit of insight into what those things mean. So um, every time I uh, I put up a new blog, you know, it's, it has some kind of connection. But I also always put in a little uh, little tip, a little gardening tip that I happen to like that I've, I've learned over the years. So it's, it's a lot of fun and uh, people seem to like it. So, um, I'm, I'm surprised somebody hasn't, hadn't done it before, <laughs> but, but, uh, was so amazing. I, you, you, what an, you just a burst of creativity and it's just, it's just overflowing. Um, now again, a bellwether Christmas people can find wherever they get books. It's you mentioned already. It's already won awards this year. And A Bellwether Christmas, the novel, you said, can be found. Give the publisher one more time, please, Laurel. Yes. Yeah, besides the normal places, it, it's uh, the publisher is faithfultext.com. And it's offered at 15% off at the publisher's website. Wonderful. So thank you so much. Now, we didn't even talk about your husband, who <laughs> is <laughs> your <laughs> Tell everybody who your husband is. Oh, he's Michael Gillen, Dr. Michael Gillen, or Dr. G, as he's called. You know, he was uh, on ABC News Science Editor for 14 years, and he does right now, he's uh, doing a really popular, uh, um, he, he does a really popular podcast called Science Plus God with Dr. G. And, uh, he, you know, he's also, as I said, he's, he's done uh, movies, and uh, he does lots of stuff. Uh, so it's He's been, one of the most a, amazing really human your husband is one of the most amazing human beings I have ever had the pleasure of speaking with. Both of you. Well, that's are. that's wonderful. That's wonderful. He, we we really enjoy you as well, James. And well, <laughs> you're a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Laurel Gillen. The book is A Bellwether Christmas. One more time, the publisher, a faithful dot com. T e x t a faithful dot com, and you can find it also if you go on Amazon, where you get fifteen percent off. You go right to the publisher. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you get your books. This is a perfect book for your kids to open up on Christmas morning, by the way. Yes, thank you. That's true. Thank you so much, James. Well, thank you. It is a pleasure to have you, Laurel. James Golden, A.K. Sternley, coming back later on. The Chosen. If you have seen this movie, it is a, I, movie. It is a multi-series, The Chosen, and it is incredible. And we'll speak with one of the forces behind that, producer Jordan Harmon, later on in the show. Meanwhile, we've got more of your calls coming. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, here we are. It is indeed the Christmas season. We're going to celebrate this year, too. COVID's over. No more mask. No more none of that stuff. Well, I know. People are still coming down with it. But we're going to celebrate anyway. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, 800-848-WABC. Coming back. Your call's coming up right after this.